Coming to you live from Petoskey, Michigan, it's Northern Michigan's only live and local afternoon talk show, WMKT's Talk of the North. Something on your mind? Call our studio line at 866-371-1270 or connect on social media at Triple Talk WMKT on Facebook and X. Now, bringing you the latest news from the region, states, and around the country, here's your host, Nick Rudy. Good afternoon, Northern Michigan. Welcome to WMKT's Talk of the North on 102.3 and 103.3 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT, streaming online at WMKTTheTalkStation.com. Welcome in to another show. Happy Friday. We've made it to the weekend. Not a bad day overall either. I know we were talking about earlier this week, we were going to have some warmer weather and then Friday, Saturday, colder and then uh, warmer weather again in days after. Low 20s, mid 20s, so that did kind of materialize, but nice and sunny for pretty much the entire day. So we can, uh, we'll deal with that, right? Like it's not that bad if it's if it's sunny out and uh, no precipitation. Um, so made it much more bearable. What warmer weather though is coming this weekend and early next week. Hopefully you just don't have to get up in the middle of the night tonight. Cause it could be like as low as 10 degrees tonight. So, um, yeah, just watch out for some frost on your windshield frost in your car. Um, don't be me and try to drive with a, a two inch little hole in your window, uh, early in the morning. I may or may not have done that this morning, but Hey, we've all been there. If you haven't watched the highlights of the Red Wings game last night, really encourage you to do so. It was outstanding. Um, competitive home crowd, a W, of course, most importantly. I think it was the best game that they've played all season. And even though they only scored two goals, I, I think that they were they were um, they were playing a complete game. It was great. Um, it's nice to see them actually put one on a two to one win in overtime over the Avalanche. Another third period comeback as well. I think they had the most in their conference. I saw a stat earlier today that said that. So um, if we're to believe the internet, which uh, sometimes we can, sometimes we can't. Um, yeah, Dylan Larkin scoring in a power play, sending the game into, into overtime. Then a fantastic set play from the wings. It was a beautiful um, backwards pass from Dylan Larkin to Patrick Kane. Just blasted it into the net for the game winner. It was just... So smooth, so nice, really great team effort. Goalie Alex Lyon had an excellent game, making some really crucial save when the defense did lapse. There was a, uh, if you watch the highlights on the NHL stories, if you just Google the game on your phone, <laughs> there was one, one of the Avalanche players took the 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 puck from one side of the rink, their, their zone, all the way down to the wing zone. And there was just a bunch of wings players were just standing around. I don't know if they were in the middle of a change a line change or what was going on. And there was only one guy who made any effort aside from the goalie snuck right past him, nearly scored great save by Alex Lyon. And um, that was a contender of a team that skated last night. So I'm hoping we can see more of that the rest of the season. The Pistons, not so much of a good game. They were down 29 points by halftime. That is just an abomination for a professional team, especially against someone that I think you would deem a rival. So you should show up for these games. Uh, but they did outscore the Pacers in 15 by 15 in the third period and then our fourth, uh, the third quarter. And then they uh, played them evenly. I think it was 27 points apiece in the fourth quarter. Lost 129 to 115. Better score uh, in the second half, better, better performance. Still an ugly game from start to finish, though, if you look at it overall. Not a great way to return from the all-star break. Looked rusty. Michigan lost again, such a bad start to the season uh, or bad. Uh, well, I guess you could technically call it a start to the season, but just a bad season overall. Um, as I was looking at some of these scores, just kind of scrolling through, they've lost so many recently. And the weird thing though, is in all of these losses that is <laughs> they've consistently lost, but something that's consistent in a lot of their losses is they haven't been doing that bad in the first half. Usually, when a bat, when a team's bad, like the Pistons being a great example, you have this situation where they will start out, come out of the gate super slow. They're down 30 by halftime, but they'll make a little bit of a run 
in the third or fourth quarter, or yeah, third or fourth quarter, but that's not what's been happening for Michigan. They start off strong. They are the one game against the Spartans. I think they were leading at halftime. One, the last game, they were only down by like two points. Same thing here. They were only down by three to Northwestern and ended up losing 76 to 62 after a much worse second half. That's just been the theme of the season. So they play Purdue on Sunday, who's ranked number three in the nation. So that should be enjoyable to watch. Um, Sparty will take on Ohio State on Sunday as well. So two pretty, uh, you know, decent games as far as, uh, you know, you'll see Purdue play Michigan, a really good team, and then the rivalry Ohio State and MSU. Most teams wrapped up their boys' high school basketball schedules already this week. Some teams play tonight. Uh, so then districts. Toski fell to TC West 63-60 to in Traverse City yesterday. Sounds like it was a really good game, though, to have uh, watched or listened to. You can catch Northman games on our sister station, 1047-1340, the ticket for the upcoming district schedule. I believe they play Alpena on Monday. And then our sister's other sister station, 104.5 Bob FM, carries Traverse City Central games as well. So you can tune in to those teams on our stations. To our trivia question for today, how many feet was the deepest scuba dive ever recorded? 327 feet, 1,090 feet, 11,400 feet, 13,000 590 feet. You can participate on the trivia poll over on X at Triple Talk WMKT, my personal X account at Nick Rudy. Well, what are you going to be up to this weekend? Is it going to be a relaxing one? Is it going to be a busy one? I kind of looked at the calendar uh, prior to the show and I was like, huh, I wonder when most people do their taxes. Now, April 14th is still the deadline. So plenty of time, almost a full two months away, a little less than that, though. But um, I feel like most people are kind of getting in that zone. So maybe maybe you've been putting it off for a week or two since the IRS is open. Maybe you're just like, you know what? Just going to get it done. I will caution you, though. I have heard a couple of horror stories of uh, individuals getting some 1099 tax forms in the mail after they finished filing their taxes. Um, even if you don't sell taxes, if you had dividends distributed, which sometimes is the case, get those forms in the mail. And it's just like, well, they're being sent to the IRS by, you know, whoever your, uh, you know, your bank or your, uh, your broker is. So got to add those. So just uh, a little caution. I've heard a couple of horror stories recently about people like, man, I, I went through the pain of doing my taxes and now I get to go back into a uh, you know, turbo tax or tax layer, whatever you get, whatever you use uh, hopefully you didn't do them by paper, man. If you did them by paper, I feel like they should give you an additional like $500 or something like that back in your taxes, because that is a, uh, an undertaking in and of itself. Well, back to our trivia question though. How many feet was the deepest scuba dive? 327 feet, 1,090 feet, 11,400 feet, 13,590 feet. Your answer is 1,090 feet by Ahmed Gabber, I believe is his name. For context, the deepest part of Lake Michigan is 922 feet. So he dove deeper than the deepest part of Lake Michigan. Not quite as far as the deepest part of Lake Superior, which is 1,332 feet. But certainly, the 1,090 feet is probably going to be pretty close to the average depth of Lake Superior out there in the middle. Today is the 23rd of February. It is time for our famous birthday. Today, we are wishing... Emily Blunt, a happy 41st birthday English actress who became known for her roles in such films as Looper, Edge of Tomorrow, The Adjustment Bureau, and Into the Woods. She received eight award nominations for her portrayal of Queen Victoria in The Young Victoria. In 2018, she was cast as Mary Poppins in Mary Poppins Returns. As far as remakes go, especially of classics, not the worst by any means. She also helped write and produce and co-starred in the A Quiet Place thriller series. There's one and two, along with her husband, John Krasinski of The Office fame. She had a stutter as a child. That disappeared when she was asked to act with a different voice. 
That led to Blunt working with the American Institute for Stuttering since 2006 to help children overcome stuttering through educational resources, raise awareness of realities of the condition. It's not, you know, it's pretty serious. Here she is, though, with her husband, John, on the Graham Norton show. An English lady wishing she could take a little bit of the rebel out of him and also their children. John, also, I, I did encourage him that he would be welcome more if he stopped wearing a baseball cap, because I just said, you look so American. <laughs> Nobody wears baseball caps. Oh, that makes it better. You look so American. You the <laughs> I just wanted you to blend in a That's bit. That's just so... called prejudice, is what so... it is. <laughs> and he went out and bought himself a tweed flat cap. Mm. No, he looked awesome. Was that good? No, no. he looked like something out of a Guy Ritchie film. You look great. And he walked down the street, <laughs> and it was like the sun came out, because suddenly a guy turned to him and he went, all right? What, <laughs> what does that say about your country? It's like, well, if you lose the baseball hat, get Just a flat wear cap. tweed. That's what it says. <laughs> it's that simple, then. And was it nice? Because presumably having your children spending time here yes. was quite nice. Yes. Because are they American children? I mean, they are <laughs> semi-American. <laughs> they did become um, quite... Uh, well, my oldest daughter became quite British-sounding over the course of the year that I was here for Mary Poppins. And she was sort of saying things like bath and water. And now she's back to water. You know, I got to say, I have wondered that myself. If you have two parents, you know, like Australian or British or, you know, American and British or some combination thereof, if you have accents, uh, what your, you know, kid ends up sounding like if they're, you know, maybe it's kind of the, the mid-Atlantic accent is uh, maybe that's what kind of what happens to the kids. But um, also, I'm sure it plays a significant role that they're mostly in America when they're, uh, you know, because they're over in Hollywood. So, but still, maybe if it was like, you know, maybe there's got to be a study somewhere that's talking about, like, if there's kids of two people who have completely different accents that, like, kind of, like, morph together into some weird, unique, mid-Atlantic sort of accent, maybe I'll have to look that up and let you know. But we're going to take a quick break. When we return, a lot of local news headed your way. You could get some uh, cool Grand Hotel, Mackinac Island Grand Hotel items for a price. Be on the lookout for a spring break scam. I'll tell you what to look for exactly. And a car recall. Are you affected? Find out coming up after these messages. You're listening to WMKT's Talk of the North on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT. With Liberty Mutual, you can customize and save hundreds on your car insurance. But what to buy with those savings? Yep, I bought a sound effects machine. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Savings may vary underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates excludes Massachusetts. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Hey, listen, are you a 50-year-old person looking for term life insurance? Then you need to talk to Bob. Bob specializes in helping people find a million dollars or more of term life insurance for a couple of hundred bucks a month. Look, you need to know there's a price war in the term life insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call Bob, and he'll shop and see how much money he can save you. Look, this could be the last term life insurance policy you ever have. Your rates are guaranteed for the next 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rates for the next 20 years. And if you're a smoker or your health is not perfect, Bob has great rates for you too. So for a million dollars of term life insurance coverage for a couple of hundred bucks a month, call Bob right now. 800-989-1415. 800-989-1415. 800-989-1415. That's 800-989-1415. Paid for by Term Direct. What if one day you went to your secret hiding place? You know, that spot that only you know about? And instead of what you came for, you found something a little different. What if instead of your private stash, you found a simple phone number? 1-800-662-HELP. What would you do? Would you stop and give it some thought? Would you make the call? The truth is, all drug use comes with risk. Before those risks become real, 
before drugs turn your life upside down, before drugs take their toll on you and your family, know that there is help. You can quit. If you or someone you love is struggling with drug use or prescription drug misuse, call 1-800-662-HELP for 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral. Or go to samhsa.gov slash there is help. Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Bernie Porn, epic MRA. It sure looks like the Democrats are putting up Joe Biden and the Republicans are putting up Donald Trump. And if that election were today, what does your polling show? It shows that Trump leads President Biden 45 to 41. Trump getting 86% of Republicans. Biden getting 85% of the Democrats. Michigan's Big Show, weekday mornings from 6 to 9 on Triple Talk WMKT. We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really, what we stand for, together with the MHSAA, are the 292,000 high school sports students in Michigan. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials. We stand for the swimmers, football players, and wrestlers. We stand for the golfers, softball, and volleyball players. We stand as the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and all who participate in them and make them possible. Because it is our purpose to ensure that high school students get to play, perform, and compete together. To learn more about who we are and what we stand for, visit nfhs.org. And now we return to your home for in-depth local news coverage. WMKT's Talk of the North with Nick Rudy, exclusively on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM WMKT, and streaming across the Wolverine State at WMKTTheTalkStation.com. Welcome back to WMKT's Talk of the North on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT, streaming online at WMKTTheTalkStation.com. Our phone number, 866-371-1270, 866-371-1270. Send us an email to WMKTBusiness at gmail.com, social media, Facebook, and X at Triple Talk, WMKT, tweet directly at me, at Nick Rudy on X as well. Saw something online uh, on X specifically. Maybe you're uh, fed up with all the ads in Gmail, the lack of privacy. I, I use a, a private email, but um, I know a lot of people are still kind of in the um, Gmail or Outlook sphere. Saw something that Elon replied to, Elon Musk of X saying that uh, X mail is uh, on its way, uh, privacy focused uh, and potentially very few to no ads um, from what I've seen. Although the name of the uh, thing X mail is a, a little bit of a uh, joke in and of itself, but warmer weather that's making us think about spring, maybe making you think, uh, Hey, maybe we should plan for spring break. And if you are going somewhere for spring break or in the process of plans, the Better Business Bureau is warning you about travel scams. It says scammers may list properties with fake photos that aren't for rent or don't even exist. The scammer might try to pressure you into booking a reservation by saying that someone else is interested in the property and you need to act fast. They say scammers also create fake third-party hotel booking sites and fake airline sites. If you really love the Grand Hotel on Mackinac Island, you can own a piece of it. You can own furniture from the Grand Hotel's iconic porch, a wooden rocking chair of a side table. The rocking chairs are selling for $699 each, come in black, white, or natural, although white is already sold out. The Grand Hotel side tables cost $299 and come in black or white. You can find a link to buy the furniture on the Grand Hotel's Facebook page or our own Facebook page where we reposted it. 
A request by James Crumley and his attorney to move his trial out of Oakland County has been denied, confirmed by new court filings. His attorney argued he would not be able to get a fair trial in the county after his wife Jennifer was tried in the same courtroom earlier in February and convicted. Jury selection in his trial is scheduled to begin on March 5th. Volkswagen is recalling more than 261,000 cars in the U.S. to fix a potential fuel leak that can increase the risk of fires. The recall covers certain Audi A3s, VW Golfs, and GTIs through the 2015-2020 model years. Also included are the 2015 through 2019 Golf Sports Wagons and 2019 and 2020 VW Jettas. VW says in documents posted Thursday that a problem with the fuel pump can let fuel leak from a charcoal canister into the emissions control system. Dealers will replace the pump for free. The USDA is funding 216 projects in 45 states, including Michigan, $770 million earmarked for rural infrastructure projects. Merit Network, Inc. is receiving $997,000 to expand high-speed internet in eight communities across Muskegon, Roscommon, Van Buren, Ogemaw, and Saginaw counties. After an abrupt end to their season last year due to repairs, the SS Badger is taking reservations for this summer. Officials say if things remain on schedule, they could open on May 17th. Cadillac is set to receive over $572 in grants from the State Land Bank Authority, part of the uh, budget the, the blight, rather, elimination program. It's going to go towards the purchase of Western Concrete property located near the intersection of 5th and 3rd Streets, also going towards removing old buildings. Lake Superior State University is named Dr. David Travis as their 11th president. Travis most recently served as the provost and chancellor for academic affairs at the University of Wisconsin, River Falls. A 71-year-old Wexford County man, has won $4.73 million on a Lotto 47 ticket he purchased in Cadillac. He bought it at the AMVETS post, 110. He chose a lump sum payment of $3 million, which he plans to use to save for retirement. Another popular state park will be closed for part of this summer. The Otsego Lake State Park will be closed from August 23rd of this year to June 15th of next year. Repairs include upgrading electrical and septic lines and converting the north end of the campground to full hookup sites. Decorative Panels International and Alpina announced they are seizing operations. Since the 1950s, the Alpina plant has manufactured hardboard wall paneling. There is expected to be around over 150 employees without work. State Representative Cam Cavett told laid-off employees to call his office for help in getting on unemployment. The event is still moving forward. A tribute open house for well-known Petoskey figure Jim Can is scheduled for tomorrow from 4 to 7 at the Petoskey High School cafeteria. Can was well-known for his work with the High School Color Guard, Sunrise Rotary, and Chamber of Commerce. Proceeds from the event will go to the Can family to pay for home health care costs accrued, and additional funds will go to the Petoskey Education Foundation to start a scholarship in his name, Food, live entertainment, and a silent auction are all on the docket for tomorrow's event. Again, that's going to be 4 to 7 at the Petoskey High School cafeteria. Donations can be made at the door through Sunrise Rotary. The 89th District Court, starting in March, will have Michael Ectel presiding over. After recent appointments from Governor Whitmer took effect, the court serves Presqu'ile and Sheboygan counties. Ectel will start his term on March 18th. That will run until January 1st. He graduated from Sheboygan High School and has practiced law in northern Michigan for 23 years. AT&T says the hours-long outage to its U.S. cell phone network yesterday appeared to be the result of a technical error, not a malicious attack. The outage knocked out cell phone service for thousands of its users across the U.S. starting Thursday. Before it was restored, AT&T blamed the incident on an error in coding without elaborating. Quote, based on our initial review, we're believed that today's outage was caused by the application and execution of an incorrect process used as we were expanding our network, not a cyber attack. Vanderbilt Area Schools was the recipient of a state grant that will allow them to hire a music teacher and provide a music class. It's the $77,900 grant came from the Michigan Department of Education. 
a dramatic arrest in the parking lot of Family Fair in Charlevoix on Tuesday. City police and Charlevoix County Sheriff's deputies tracked down a man wanted for a domestic assault as he sat in his vehicle in the grocery store parking lot around 2 p.m. He was refusing to exit his car, which resulted in an additional uh, amount of officers arriving on scene, some with their guns drawn. Officers and the man yelled back and forth as he continued to refuse to comply. Onlookers began recording the incident, asking questions as well, which Charlevoix Police Chief Jill McDonald called a distraction as they were trying to keep themselves and the public safe during the incident. The man eventually complied with orders. McDonald says he was suffering from mental health issues. You may have heard that President Joe Biden has moved ahead with student debt forgiveness, a sum of $1.2 billion. What does that mean for Michigan? About 6,000 Michigan student loan borrowers are having their debts automatically erased, a total of $47 million of loans among them. A lot of those taxes going to benefit a select few, only 6,000. The Education Data Initiative, a group that collects U.S. education data, estimated in 2022 there are a total of 1.4 million student loan borrowers in Michigan, a collective debt of roughly $51 billion. But perhaps you are one of the few select borrowers enrolled in the SAVE plan. That's how you have to be uh, verified. You're enrolled in the save, the SAVE plan and have made at least 10 years of payments and have taken out $12,000 or less. Those are the folks getting their debt forgiven through this recent order. That has been your look at local news. We are going to take another quick break. When we return, somehow the mainstream media continues to be riddled with morons. It is unbelievable just who they let on TV across the country. Also, the school board of Chicago has made an absolutely appalling decision. Could it affect us? Could it be implemented here? Find out coming up after these messages. You're listening to WMKT's Talk of the North on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT. Tom Graham, former President Trump, making a campaign pitch ahead of tomorrow's GOP contest in South Carolina. He's looking past the Republican primary and ahead to the general election. We are coming like a freight train in November. Speaking in Rock Hill, Republican rival, though, Nikki Haley, says she has no plans to drop out regardless of tomorrow's results. President Biden announcing new sanctions against the Kremlin following the death of an imprisoned Russian opposition leader. Fox's Jackie Heinrich has this from the White House. More than 500 targets were sanctioned, including people close to Alexei Navalny's death. Also, Russia's defense sector and this network of backdoor entities that it's leaned on to evade U.S. sanctions. The latest sanctions also come ahead of tomorrow's two-year milestone since the start of the Russian invasion into Ukraine. America is listening to Fox News. This is the Up North Sports Report with Brendan Morris. Boys High School ice hockey yesterday saw Sault Ste. Marie defeat Manistique 4-1, while the Bay Area Reps defeated Sheboygan 7-1. Now the stage is set next week for regional finals when Sault Ste. Marie skates against Marquette, and the Bay Area Reps will play Petoskey. And Boys High School basketball results from last night, Gaylord fell to Cadillac 68-41, Traverse City West beat Petoskey 63-60, McBain put up 80 points in their victory over Lake City. Harbor Light beat Mackinac City 71-32. Johannesburg-Lewiston had a 30-26 victory over Gaylord St. Mary's. Charlevoix beat Mancelona 65-37. Bel Air beat Roscommon 60-42. Elk Rapids had an out-of-conference victory over Kingsley 53-34. And Glen Lake beat Kalkaska 68-44. And we'll bring you scores from tonight and this weekend on Monday's edition of the Up North Sports Report. 
celebrating the life and legacy of one of Petoskey's finest, Jim Can. Join WMKT and the Sunrise Rotary in celebrating one of the great community leaders of his generation, Jim Can, at the Tribute Open House tomorrow from 4 till 7 in the Petoskey High School cafeteria. Enjoy food, entertainment, and goodwill as the community comes together to remember Jim and support his legacy scholarship. That's tomorrow from 4 until 7 in the Petoskey High School cafeteria. More information on Facebook. Triple Talk, WMKT weather forecast. Forecast for the rest of today, mostly cloudy skies, temps falling throughout the afternoon to around 25. Otherwise, cloudy skies tonight, lows chilly near 12. Sunshine for Saturday, highs again near 30 tomorrow. Warming up for Sunday, cloudy skies 42. Sunshine for Monday, 45. Tuesday could see rain showers and highs near 60. That's your forecast on Triple Talk, WMKT. Now, back to WMKT's Talk of the North with Nick Rudy on 102.3 and 103.3 FM, 1270 AM, WMKT, and streaming statewide at WMKTTheTalkStation.com. Welcome back to WMKT's Talk of the North on 102.3 and 103.3 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT, streaming online at WMKTTheTalkStation.com. Of all the mainstream media, including CNN, MSNBC, is consistently the worst. And yes, that is saying a lot. The worst of the worst, not only the furthest left, but also filled with simply the least knowledgeable people. I really wonder how some of these people find themselves on national TV, being paid to be on national TV, that is. And sometimes we've seen, you know, some real weirdos end up on TV, but actually being paid to be there is an entirely different animal. A video that's gone viral from All In with Chris Hayes, although Chris was gone and it was being hosted by Michael Steele, ironically, the former RNC chairman and lieutenant governor of Maryland, if that tells you anything. By the way, I've interacted with him a couple of times. He's a nice enough guy, but I don't even know if you realize this lady was going to say something this patently false and absurd. But hey, he is the host and the buck stops there. So what was said? What's the big deal? This. The one thing that unites all of them, because there's many different groups orbiting Trump, but the thing that unites them as Christian nationalists, not Christians, by the way, because Christian nationalists is very different, Mm -hmm. is that they believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God. What? is that they believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God. Congress, they don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God. Do you catch that? Isn't that crazy? Like a whole additional next level of stupid, authoritarian, uneducated. Let us take a moment to look at written word. Quote, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to their effect, their safety and happiness. So has she simply not read the Declaration of Independence? It would seem no. I then would doubt she would have read the Constitution. If you don't read one, you're probably not likely to have read the other. This lady has been hired to comment on public policy when she's not read the documents that lay the very foundation of the policy that she is complaining about or advocating for. 
And if you don't know the bare minimum, how can you start yapping about what you want to see done? This is the state of our media. A bunch of pretty faces and smooth talkers keeping you entertained and brainwashed. 24-7. 365 days a year. And it seems to have worked. And it's dangerous, too, because some folks who are more naive and gullible, which is not a crime to be, some people just don't care about politics that much, which is totally fine, they tune into cable, network TV, hoping to find truth. There's genuinely people out there who really just, like, turn on the TV, flip through some channels. They don't care if they're watching Fox or CNN or MSNBC. Those people exist. There's a lot of folks like that. They haven't gotten into the, the polarization. They just don't care that much. So they just tune in. They happen to land on MSNBC. They don't know any better. They take what these polished talking heads say at face value. And that's how we create a cycle of uninformed and incorrect individuals popping up all over, over public life. I guarantee you that this person that just stated this was a byproduct of being brainwashed by the mainstream media and probably went to some Ivy League school where their professors were pontificating about stuff that they had no clue what they were talking about. Three things. First, our rights come from God. Full stop. That is where they come from if you live in this country, based on the documents that have founded this country. As a citizen of this country, that is what you signed up for. Second, secondarily, maybe you don't believe in God. We do not have a government-mandated religion. We also have freedom of association. We have freedom of speech, which includes protection against compelled speech. You don't have to say that our rights come from God. You don't have to if you are an atheist or agnostic. But just because you personally do not believe in something does not make the thing no longer true. I think that sentence right there is a, uh, a big reason that our country is on a steep decline. Because if someone just is like, my truth is this, even though it is completely disregarding reality, I think that's where we've gone wrong time and time again. But because we broke free from Great Britain and we're setting up this country, we recognized where our rights came from. Our rights and where they came from, that idea, is quite literally the cornerstone of our nation. Without it, we don't have a nation. This line right here, that, uh, well, actually, first. I want to point out what she's also saying between the lines. What she's arguing for is actually diabolical. She isn't simply saying, I don't believe in God. I really don't care where my rights come from as long as they're constitutionally protected. Because it's the freest country on earth. I just, you know, I'm, I'm participating, you know, with, you know, my hands tied behind my back, but I'm participating nonetheless. No, she's arguing the rights we come from, that we have come from men, from government, which is utterly backwards because the line here that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men is the very basis for our Constitution. If that line did not exist, nor, neither would our Constitution. It spells out clear as day in the Declaration of Independence we know our rights come from God, but men would strip them away the first chance they got. So in order to protect these rights, we must set up a government. The Declaration of Independence adopted, of course, on July 4th, 1776. They first tried to secure these rights with the Articles of Confederation, and that actually failed. A constitution they took more time with. That was adopted in 1789. 12 years after the Declaration of Independence, it took them a while to figure out how to secure these rights, which most people forget. They think this was immediate, like the Constitution Declaration of Independence happened at the same time. No, it was years. It wasn't even after the Revolutionary War. It was 12 years after the fact, after an entire other form of government failed. See, because if men granted humans' rights men could take them away. But if a higher power granted those rights, 
men, ironically, have no right to take them away. And the government, as we all recognize, can be one of the worst actors on stealing rights from people. This is set up, as we saw in the Constitution, to protect the God-given rights of man from other men. And it is the people of the nation who have complete control over the government that if they feel it is failing, they can toss out of office and replace them if the government is too far gone. It's their responsibility to get rid of it. In fact, the it is so important. The Declaration of Independence says it twice. Tell me anything else in that document that is reiterated. Quote, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute a new government. And again, it says, quote, but when a long train of abuses and absorptions pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute depotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. They said it twice. Another thing Republicans and Democrats want you to forget that not only do we have a right, we have a responsibility to rid ourselves of governments that no longer work. It can be small. It can be a local board, or it could be the entire government. Burn it all down. We have the right to that. We have the obligation to do it. And to institute a new government, not just let anarchy take over. But if men, if governments grant us our rights, they can simply take them away. We all know what that would look like, but what would it sound like? A sound I've played for you many months ago from Ireland, who does not have our freedoms or our constitution. They have a bad constitution, a weak constitution, and a bunch of morons in power, as most countries do. And it leads to politicians saying this. Oh, no. All legislation is about the restriction of freedom. That's exactly what we're doing here, is we are restricting freedom, but we're doing it for the common good. You will see throughout our constitution, yes, you have rights, but they are restricted for the common good. Everything needs to be balanced. And if your views on other people's identities go to make their lives unsafe, insecure, and cause them such deep discomfort that they cannot live in peace, then I believe that it is our job as legislators to restrict those freedoms for the common good. Oh, that was Senator Pauline O'Reilly. Come up with a more Irish-sounding name, please. I bet you can't. That was the, the, uh, the Green Party, of course, in defense of Ireland's proposed incitement of violence or hatred and hate offenses bills 2022. Sounds so dystopian. Democrats want to tell you who you can hire or fire based on right race. They want you, they want to control who you associate with. Republicans want to tell you what to do with your property through restrictive zoning. That is why we must look for people who will let you do what you want as long as it doesn't harm anyone else. Full stop. It is very common that the biggest, furthest left cities in our country conjure up these policies, these new policies, and implement them as a trial run. Sometimes they take policies from Canada, from Europe, from liberal regimes across the, the world, California, Illinois, New York, and the big cities therein, take these policies, implement them on a trial run, and then we slowly th see these things trickle across the country. And now that Michigan is completely under blue control, we potentially are now kind of on that forefront of expansion. Especially since we live so close to Chicago. From WGN 9 Chicago, Chicago's Board of Education on Thursday voted in favor of removing police from city public schools. The unanimous vote was 7-0 to zero and approved the proposal to create a comprehensive district-wide security policy that would eliminate school resource officers. Well, we want to get the cops out of the school building so we can get the programs that we need. Mayor Brandon Johnson's hand-picked board has approved the initiative 
and says the $10 million in spending can be used in what he calls a holistic approach to school safety. Sometime, somehow, it's like the somehow Palpatine returned from Star Wars. Somehow they went from Lori Lightfoot, who was a complete moron, super left, and somehow went further to the left. For the uninitiated, school resource officers are basically police officers. That's the vast majority of them. Some of them are private security, but again, most of them uniformed police officers. Holistic approach to school safety. That's so laughable. It's one thing if we're having a debate between, do we spend $10 million on security guards or only $5 million? If we spend the full $10 million, we don't have metal detectors. That's an honest conversation that normal people can have. But I guarantee you these holistic methods they're going to implement are more metal signs posted on doors and more committees to discuss these plans that never materialize and Lord knows what else. But at the end of the day, you can really boil it down to the Chicago Board of Education unanimously voted to remove police officers from schools. It's a really curious thing because month after month, we hear from Democrats of whom this board is entirely made up of that folks on the right do nothing and want to do absolutely nothing to protect children in schools. It's thoughts and prayers. Every time there's a school shooting, there's an outcry from the left saying it's the right's fault because we do, air quote, nothing. Well, one thing we haven't done is removed police officers from school. In fact, most people on the right have spoken up for more police officers in school, not less. So while the left has done nothing but complain about what the right hasn't done, what they do do is the complete opposite of what's going to make the schools actually safer. A gunman, whether that be a student or a former student, or just some random person in the community, whoever the bad guy's background is, now that he or she knows that there are going to be fewer people or no people within the schools that have the capacity to stop them, these bad people are just going to be even more gung-ho about going into these schools with ill intentions. But if you had had metal detectors and armed security, whether that be police officers, private security, armed teachers, let the school districts decide among themselves, that would be a major way to disincentivize criminals from walking into these buildings. I mean, let's face it, the left created the public education system. Basically, they've just created places for students to be sitting ducks. You have them all on a set schedule, all piled into a little brick building with no way for them to defend themselves, no way for anyone else now, apparently, to defend them on their behalf. You know, I can't think of anything else that we could do to make these children less safe. It would be like me sitting here broadcasting out to all of northern Michigan, to anyone who's listening, that I'm going to be at Click Soccer Fields from 6 to 9 every weekday. And no one within a mile radius of me is allowed to have a gun. And then I just wait and see what happens. That would be utterly idiotic. And that's what the Chicago school board just did. Children piled inside of a brick building from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. every single day. No one in the remote vicinity is allowed to carry a weapon. It is a absolute recipe for disaster. And they don't care about results. They only care about optics. And so no matter how poorly this goes for Chicago schools district, we might see this trickle across the border into Michigan. And if it does come up to Northern Michigan, I will be sure to let you know as soon as I catch wind of it, I'll keep you informed because I can think of very, very few things more disastrous for our community. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, we're going to wrap up this week of show with WMKT's Market Watch. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to WMKT's Talk of the North on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT. Triple Talk WMKT with another edition of WMKT's Manufactured in Northern Michigan. Michigan Scientific Corporation located in Charlevoix, Michigan. We were founded in 1960. We manufacture industrial testing equipment. They're, they're used for car, truck, tractor, aircraft uh, testing for system development. The systems measure loads in wheels, drivetrains and other components and then then the engineers use this information to design their products. At our Charlevoix facility we employ 70 people. Our website address is www.michci.com. 
to be featured in the next edition of WMKT's Manufactured in Northern Michigan, visit our website, WMKTTheTalkStation.com. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-240-4587. 800-240-4587. That's 800-240-4587. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. And now, more of WMKT's Talk of the North with Nick Rudy right now on Northern Michigan's home for news and opinion, Triple Talk, WMKT. Welcome back to WMKT's Talk of the North on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT, streaming online. WMKT, the talkstation.com. That's also where you can catch up on today's show or any show from this whole entire week with the on demand tab. Click that and click Talk of the North. But right now it is time for WMKT's Market Watch. The Dow Jones increased 62 points, ending at 39,131. The NASDAQ fell 44, ending at 15,900. The S&P 500 increased just one point. They're at 5,088 points. Domino's Pizza increased $5.64, ending at 433.65. DTE Energy, that increased $1.43 a share, ending at $108.45. And finally, rounding us out, another gain today. Striker Corporation increased $1.88, ending at $355.00 and three cents that has been wmkt's market watch and that is all the time that we have for today's show but thank you for tuning in happy to have you along as always and we will be back on monday with more of the news you need to know you're listening to wmkt's talk of the north on 1023 and 1033 fm 1270 am triple talk wmkt have a good weekend